Halloween is known as a time when doors to other worlds can open, and ancient Irish mythology abounds with tales of fairy rings and sacred wells, which can be portals or entrances to other worlds. St Anne's Park in Dublin has, I believe, several of these portals, and I have personally experienced two such portals there. Once the estate of the famous Guinness family, the big house was destroyed by fire in the 1940s, and only a shell of the house remained when I first visited the park as a child. It's well over a century now, for though, for though, as we Irish say, since grand guests such as Queen Victoria and King George stayed at the fine mansion that stood within the estate's grounds and great balls and shooting parties were often held there. The tree-lined estate featured twelve follies inside its beautiful gardens. These small architectural flights of fancy were constructed in the Italianate classical style so popular with fashionable and wealthy Victorians. Many an artist since then, or patron of the beautiful, has strolled among the trees in the ladies' footsteps and follies, as it were, with their sketch pad in hand, or simply equipped with a dreaming mind, rediscovering anew some of the very old magic within the estate's walls. This magic, it seems, is accessible to anyone with an inner eye for beauty, and many a dog walker today finds themselves suddenly ingressed, as was I, on crossing over a folly threshold, thus entering a portal. Hedonists have always felt a bacchic pull from the follies too, despite efforts to civilise them out of some of their excesses, including taking the precaution of putting bars on some of the portals. Some may also have found themselves personally transported while in proximity to one of the folly portals. On first standing within the threshold of the ruined house, under the colonnades, as a small child, and again on visiting the temple of Isis, thoughtfully examining herself in the pond, I found myself being transported to another time or place. Perhaps the close proximity of the park's old sacred well, had I been aware it was nearby, would have provided the clue that a portal opening for me was a distinct possibility. Indeed, on entering the threshold, you start to become aware of a sinking down or backwards feeling coming over you into a parallel reality or different dimension. At the big house, I experienced it as a slightly uncomfortable, sandwiched between two realities feeling that struck me as if confined in a silent glass cube, looking out at the world, a feeling that persisted for ten minutes or so, before dissipating just as suddenly. But at the temple of the duck pond, my, oh my, what a delight that was, as I sank gently down into a peaceful place that felt like a dream had come alive. What happy moments were still contained there. These moments felt aren't easy to talk about, but I'm a painter, and they are easier to paint by far than to talk of.
As one stands between worlds, while performing the crossing the threshold to an altered reality, one notices the parallels everywhere. Isis, in her summer temple abode in Pompeii, on which our arboreal folly by the pond is modelled here, is said to have inspired Mozart to write his much-loved opera, The Magic Flute. In modern times, she may have inspired that other Isis, Mary, to take up residence nearby, on the wooden bridge nearly visible from the little tea room on the hill, where the duck ponds, islands and trees not obscuring her as she gazes at the sea. There is hope for the Christians that a saint will arrive to make the holy well produce sacred water again for spiritual cures for this and that, and many a ritual has been carried out there over many years, probably before Mary ever came on the scene.